we're back from the future, or at least a preview of it. Here's a roundup of our insights from CES 2020. Stick around for your daily charge. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Charge. It's Tuesday, January 21st. I'm Alfred Ng. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. And let's wind things up for 2020. This is our first show back since CES, and boy, is there a lot to unpack. Uh, my experience was full of fury, but I'm hoping we can start the show with some good news. Uh, ben, please tell me you had a different experience uh, covering CES. Yes, I had fun, as usual. Oh, so you actually liked it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a quieter show. I think we would probably both agree about that. There were a couple of standouts that um, are worth pointing out. I thought Impossible Pork was probably the most interesting thing, but in addition to that, Impossible Bacon... Uh, was what I think everybody was really hoping for. So. Did you have any of it? Or? No, I did not. I didn't try it. But you know, I'm I'm somebody because I was raised kosher. I didn't actually have uh, pig products until later in life, mm-hmm. and I can I can attest to the fact that they're delicious. So I guess if more people want to eat this stuff and it's vegetarian, then that's great. And and it's a nice change of pace to actually do like food tech at CES. Was that, was that really the, the biggest stuff. thing that stuck out to you at CES? I thought that was interesting. I thought neon was interesting mm-hmm. because it was kind of like, well, what what is it? There mm-hmm. was some interesting Amazon news, too, where they basically sold a bunch more Alexa products. Um, but other than that, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a huge show in that regard. There were also like foldable screen PCs. I got a chance Mm -hmm. to look at those and those were also uh, pretty interesting. So kind of all over the place. Yeah, I I did feel it was a very, very much a boring future that they were kind of showing off their neon. I have no idea where that's planning on going. I mean, if it's going the way that Bixby went, I don't care. I I do not care about it. Um, Yeah. And I I think the standout from last year's CES was also like impossible meat, right? Yeah. Yeah. They they're doing a good job of like showing themselves mm -hmm. off at the show because it's gadgets, gadgets, gadgets. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, like highly processed veggie food. So uh, it's easier for them to do standout stuff. So there was also there was also like it's worth mentioning, like the sex tech stuff, too. That was newer at CES this year. And it actually wasn't it didn't resonate nearly as much as I expected it to. Mm -hmm. There was such a brouhaha about it ahead of time. And then they presented it at the show. I think they were in like a quiet section of the same. They were in the health and fitness area. Yeah, yeah, the health and wellness section. And, you know, okay, they, they showed it off. There were, there was some stuff written about it, but it, it, I don't think that it really like, it wasn't, it didn't get as much attention as I think it was expected. So what was your high and low of CES? Oh, uh, I, I liked seeing the foldable screen PCs. Mm -hmm. I thought that was an interesting idea. So I guess that would be a high sort of, Mm -hmm. um, a low. I, I don't know. There was. I wish there was more to it as far as the the voice wars. Uh, it was a little bit quieter this year, so we'll see if they come back with more next year. All right. Uh, I guess I'll just go with my low. I don't think I really had a high, but uh, this is this is what frustrated me so much at the tech show. Uh, facial recognition. Uh, was everywhere. Uh, I saw it in a mirror. I saw it in a, in a storage box that was used for marijuana. Uh, I saw. I, I saw it used on me, which which. No, don't do that. Uh, we visited Konami's headquarters in Las Vegas, and they decided it'd be a fun surprise to make a profile on me using my face from my CNET profile. Uh, this is a massive invasion of privacy to me, but the company saw it and they thought, hey, uh, your photo is public online and we have complete rights to do this. Yes, it is legal. 
Yeah, it's are, completely they legal to, to do, do it, which is which is interesting. Which um, some might argue is the problem. Um, and this kind of brings me to the next story. One of the wildest things I read this weekend: uh, the New York Times reported on a facial recognition company called Clearview, which is partnered with hundreds of police departments across the U.S. Most facial recognition works this way: uh, you have a photo in a database, and it scans faces in public. It matches that person with that photo. So unless you're already logged in there, uh, it doesn't really like work on you. Uh, Clearview works in a much uh, different way. Uh, the entire internet is basically the database. So uh, the Clearview AI had basically scraped Facebook, Venmo, YouTube, anywhere where there's a photo uh, available online attached to a name publicly, it has it. So the way that Clearview would work is uh, if I took a photo of you, I w- it would scour this massive database that's that already scraped the, the entire internet to match it with somebody instead. So that is the future that we have to look forward to with AI and facial recognition. So if I'm reading into this correctly too, Clearview, what they did goes against the terms and conditions of mm-hmm. a lot of those websites. But again, it's completely legal for them to do that. Like they were able to create this database, I believe, of billions of different photos. And, and it doesn't go against anything from the government. The government can't say that, oh, you weren't allowed to do that. No. Yeah, there there are no laws on uh, facial recognition, at least federally. There are laws in Illinois and Texas, but this is different where they're scape- it's scraping the website. Like, yeah, it, it's perfectly legal. Like, Well, there are also some additional laws in what? Somerville, Massachusetts. That's um, different. San Francisco. That's yeah. specifically for police yeah. uh, are banned from using facial recognition. So those are some additional layers. But yeah, there are some pretty gaping holes here as well. Yeah. So it, the, the way that this works is, is more like if I if I had taken a photo of you, it's it's like Shazam for faces where it, it just looks through this whole database. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it'd find like maybe your photo on LinkedIn, it'd find your photo on Facebook. More likely than not, it would probably find your photo from this video and be able to say, oh, that is Ben of CNET. He uh, covers Amazon and I'm not going to say on air where you live or anything like that, but yeah. like it would be able to like note that detail um, and, and connect with you there. Yeah, we have an editor that works here that is extremely suspicious of getting his photo taken and putting it anywhere online. Mm-hmm. And I used to think he was super paranoid, but apparently... He was very much onto something. Yeah, I was looking for my ski mask before I came onto this show, but uh, I think I threw it out by accident. But um, yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. We are all logged in uh, some database for the future where anyone can find us, which... um, that that is the future. Um, I mean, obviously, there are privacy advocates working against it, and and you know, lawmakers who are hoping to establish rules against this. But honestly, like the the, the way it is right now, they can just do all this, and that's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, so if you have your photo online, um, you know, most more than likely you're being tracked. For the Daily Charge, I'm Alfred. I'm Ben. Thanks for joining us. 